Welcome into Behind the Line. I'm Brian Bridge, and today we take a look at not only one of the greatest athletes of all time, but someone who changed the way those in sports can influence our daily lives. We are talking about Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali was born as Cassius Clay Jr. in Louisville, Kentucky in 1942. He grew up as a strong personality and on his 18th birthday, he even registered for conscription, otherwise known as the draft, in the United States military. During these same early adulthood years, Clay Jr. became greatly involved with the teachings of the Nation of Islam. After attending many meetings, aligning with Malcolm X, and even moving out of Chicago, Clay changed his name to Muhammad Ali. Muhammad meaning one who is worthy of praise, and Ali meaning most high. He claimed it freed him from feeling like a slave. Shortly afterwards, the newly renamed Muhammad Ali completed multiple tests to assure he was fit for the military. At this point, he had still not been chosen to join the army. Ali ultimately failed these tests due to his dyslexia and was reclassified as 1Y, meaning he would only be called upon in a national emergency. The Vietnam War had been destroying the lives of many and ripping families apart for the better part of the decade. As the war raged on, the United States looked to end matters sooner rather than later. They decided in 1966 to lower the standards for those who could be called upon through the draft. This had one big implication. Muhammad Ali would once again be looked at as a prime young man to go to Vietnam. After public statements of refusal, Ali appeared in Houston on April 28, 1967 for his scheduled induction into the U.S. Armed Forces. He stood strong and refused to stand forward when his name was called three times. An officer warned him that he was committing a felony punishable by five years in prison and a fine of $10,000. Once more, Ali refused to budge when his name was called and he was arrested. Not only this, but his boxing license was stripped, as well as his championship boxing title. For the next three years, Ali would be unable to obtain a license or step into the ring. On June 4, 1967, in a first for sports professionals, a group of high-profile African-American athletes, including Jim Brown, Bill Russell, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, as well as political leader Carl Stokes, assembled at the Negro Industrial Economic Union in Cleveland for what became known as the Cleveland Summit, or the Muhammad Ali Summit. The meeting was organized by Brown for his peers to question Ali about the seriousness of his convictions and to decide whether to support him, which they ultimately did. In 1967, 
the appellate court found Muhammad Ali guilty of violating Secret Service laws. However, Ali's team appealed, and the Supreme Court overturned the decision, meaning Ali would never spend a moment in prison. The New York Times columnist William Roden wrote, quote, Ali's actions changed my standard of what constituted an athlete's greatness. Possessing a killer jump shot or the ability to stop on a dime was no longer enough. What were you doing for the liberation of your people? What were you doing to help your country live up to the covenant of its founding principles? End quote. This was a great sacrifice, regardless of the fact that Ali did not risk his life by going to Vietnam. You see, he was on a tear, dominating his competition in the ring, and the government had just wasted his prime years. He lost a lot of money and had no victories to brag about, but he certainly changed the world. Muhammad Ali was considered one of the most influential and dominant athletes ever. But does he deserve to be on lists with the likes of Michael Jordan, LeBron James, and many others? That's for you to decide. Join us next week as we once again dive deep into the stories that make up the greatest athletes of all time, right here on Behind the Line.